0: there's about 14 or 15,000 vehicles that go by Hayes every day on I-70 at different times of the year that's higher sometimes of the year it's lower certainly in the summertime when you've got a lot of uh, vacation travelers and that kind of thing it increases but uh, we want to you know it's an opportunity for us and we want to capture as much of that activity as we can
1: the planned 24-7 Travel Center location will help spur development on North Vine. Grohe's Executive Director Doug Williams stops by to talk about that and more on this episode of The Post Podcast. The city leaders, they have approved a TIF district for a travel center up around the Northwest Business Development, or Northwest Corridor rather. And we thought maybe this would be a good opportunity to talk about that project and some of the other North Vine development going on. Absolutely. So let's start with that. What <laughs> do, What do you know about this incentive district that's been set up?
0: Well, uh, it was it was set up for twenty four seven, which is we're all probably pretty familiar with. They are up and down the interstate here, and they want to do a uh, <clears throat> a travel plaza, for lack of a better term, uh, somewhat some level of truck traffic, but all obviously pedestrian traffic, interstate traffic, and then uh, restaurant and that type of thing at the, uh, just on the lot, just to the West of, uh, Dunans. And they have applied and received approval for some, uh, TIF, uh, treatment, which is a uh, tax increment financing. It allows them to recapture some of their development costs over the, over the future by getting some of their property tax dollars back. And, uh, They run a a very good operation and and as I say, you've seen them in Salina and I think there's one in Colby and they're redoing one in uh, Russell and uh, this will be an expansion. They have an existing operation on Vine Street here, but uh, this will be a new, totally new operation with a new facility.
1: Uh, So I kind of think of it as like the loves model, right? Where they have their little convenience stores like we do in Hayes, but then they also have their bigger kind of travel plazas. Like the one you see uh, that was built in Ellis about 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. I I think from my perspective, they're not quite as heavy in the truck, heavy truck traffic as much like a loves would be They're, you know, the, the Loves have showers and lots of things that are geared towards uh, truck traffic. Not that 24-7 doesn't cater to truck traffic, but it's it's more of a uh, car-type uh, travel center. And and I may be wrong on that, but that's my perspective of the ones I've been in, in Abilene and, and places like that. But uh, they do a great job, and, and it'll be a great addition over there. And and uh, it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, back in the days. I'm old enough to remember when— uh, the city of Hayes, we finally jumped I-70 on North Vine Street, and uh, once there's one thing out there, it it leads to the next and the next and the next, so activity kind of begets activity, and that's what I would expect to see out at uh, exit 157.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you you mentioned it's west of Dunan, so it's a little bit out of town. It's almost, I'd say, about two miles outside of the city limits there, right?
0: Well, no, the city limits runs, golly, all the like the, the uh, Creekside Resort, the Creekside RV park is in the city limits and and okay. uh, it extends up to the north there a little bit. So not all that far out of the city limits, but primarily it will obviously focus on interstate traffic and try and capture some of that traffic, which which we don't, you know, North Vine is not the best to get off and get gas and that kind of thing for travelers. It does have food there with McDonald's and Arby's and Freddy's and, and those kind of things. But but accessibility certainly for trucks is, is very difficult, but uh, for pedestrian traffic or uh, for a uh, rather car traffic and that kind of thing, it's a little bit of an access issue. So this, this, I think will, will generate some activity that passes us by currently.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to talk about is, and we wanted to talk also about the uh, Travel Plaza project that uh, I think everybody watched and was really closely keeping an eye on and then didn't materialize like they'd hoped. And I wonder if you want to talk a little bit about that, because there is so much traffic that drives by Hayes every day, and I don't remember the numbers, but it's a huge amount of people.
0: Well, there's about fourteen or 15,000 vehicles that go by Hayes every day on I-70. And different times of the year, that's higher. Sometimes of the year, it's lower. Certainly in the summertime, when you've got a lot of uh, vacation travelers and that kind of thing, it increases. But uh, we want to, you know, it's an opportunity for us, and we want to capture as much of that activity as we can. We want those people to have a good reason to stop here and uh, do that. And of course, the original Travel Plaza concept was on the other side of the bypass at the corner of uh, I-70 and 157. Uh, That has not materialized as was initially planned. However, uh, the developer uh, has already put in sewer, water, that type of thing under the interstate so it's poised to be ready for something, and I'm, I'm pretty confident in the next year or two, we'll see some activity in that as well. I know there's consistently people looking at that. There was a, uh, what I would call a true truck stop operator that was looking at putting a, a facility there. And, and I think, you know, you would think this 24-7, well, so, somebody's already beat him to the punch, but that's really not the way those things work. You know, they kind of attract others because they attract traffic. And so I think, if 24-7 can get that going there, uh, once they do, uh, you'll see some uh, additional activity across the street to the west.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's <clears> one of the things with my background. I just happen to have worked in a travel plaza truck, trucking-focused company uh, for quite a while. And, yeah, there is not a lot of overlap. The company I worked for, we exclusively catered to professional drivers. And our we had gas pumps, but they were never used. <laughs> it was all just professional drivers. So I could see both operations being very successful, even being that close together.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. And I you know you got Loves fourteen miles down the road, but uh, uh, still, these different operators have contracts with different large truck traffic <clears throat> truck operators, and so uh, you're going to have a different stream of traffic in each one. But I, I think we'll see something at that at in that development. Uh, not not in uh, 2019 as the original hope was, but uh, but not in the too distant future as well. It's a great spot. And, I, and with infrastructure and that type of thing, being there makes a huge difference. Somebody could get started on something pretty quick. So I think we'll we'll see something in the next year or two in that area.
1: I wonder if you want to talk about and kind of maybe uh, just think <clears throat> about with these developments kind of or these types of developments going in. We've also seen the convention center, the strip mall there, a couple of restaurants open up. Like, what does the future of that area look like? What's the overall kind of
0: hope maybe
1: 10, 15 years down the road?
0: Well, I, you know, in particular at exit 157, which is the uh, exit where 24-7 going in and the other area exists, uh, I, I certainly would see a, a truck stop of some sort, some additional hotels, some additional restaurants, you know, the chain type things happening there and that developing out uh, into that. I could see some development south of the interstate where the existing uh, Frontier City property exists, you know, that I think something will happen there at some point in time. Uh, It's a pretty good piece of property and utilities are extended there. Uh, North Vine, you know, retail is challenging right now for retailers, you know, it's a, we're we're kind of a, a mail order world. And so it's a little more difficult to attract retailers. We are working with a number of retailers. I know the mall is working with a number of retailers and some of those are going to hit and we're going to see some additional retail, some additional restaurant activity. Uh, you know, we, we have talked about before and we continue to work on a star bond, which is a tourist type development, uh, designed to attract people from outside the area. You talk about another reason for people going up and down the interstate to stop you, you need some sort of an event or some sort of an attraction, whether it be uh, the giant we've talked about, obviously, or, uh, or some sort of a pickleball venue or a cornhole venue or who knows what. But uh, something like that, which attracts people, which that draws retail as well. We've looked at that on the Brown property that the city owns at the Commerce Parkway and I-70 exits. So lots of things that are being looked at. Uh, just is a slow process, unfortunately, it takes a lot longer than, uh, than we would like. One of the challenges with the uh, Brown property that the city owns at, at I-70 and Commerce Parkway is that the utilities are not extended under the interstate there. So that becomes an expensive endeavor and a time-consuming endeavor to get that done.
1: Yeah, and that would probably <clears throat> really count on a developer with a specific plan, right? Similar to what we saw with the Travel Plaza that led to that development.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think so. Uh, you know, you need, you need something to kick that off. Uh, in, in the industry, they call them pioneers. You know, you need somebody that's willing to go out there and they have a, a solid enough business plan and a solid enough uh, financial situation where they can, they can go in there and kind of wait a while for people to come as opposed to needing the business uh, day one.
1: <clears throat> you know, there's a, a piece of this that I think that is a lot of people's minds. And that is how do we staff these new operations? We're seeing, you know, right now unemployment hovering in Ellis County at two point five to under three percent, and you know, uh, an operation like a truck stop or even a large scale travel plaza couldn't probably bring in, you know, fifty to hundred
0: staff members. Where are we going to find those folks? Well, that that of course is the the big dilemma. <clears throat> we uh, where are they going to come from? Because we we have consistently been under 2% unemployment in some cases. So uh, that's a challenge. Uh, we continue to build housing so people can come here, but uh, staffing is, is a big issue. And, and I don't know that anybody's broken the code on exactly what it's going to take to fix that problem.
1: Yeah. And I wonder, you know, that was, you went to exactly where my head was going as well. You know, if we build the housing, we have the jobs available as we continue to development develop. It, uh, develop- Commercial properties like this one, I think that's a situation where then we see substantial and sustained growth in Hayes, which is good for not only Hayes, but all of Ellis County as we keep more people in Western Kansas that otherwise might go to Denver or Kansas City.
0: Absolutely. I mean, and, and housing is kind of the primary thing. Uh, but the other challenge is many of these jobs we're talking about, whether it be uh, hospitality or... Uh, you know, a, a, a truck stop or something. A lot of them are entry level jobs and those are the hardest ones to fill right now. And the most competitive people are out there vying for people to work there. <clears throat> and, uh, that, that makes it challenging for those type of operations to look at a, at, at any location where there's not a, a, a ready and available workforce. Well, Doug, uh, we've got less than a minute
1: left. Any other last thoughts or anything going on down? Maybe a brief space you want to talk <clears throat> about before we go?
0: Got a lot going on down in Brief Space. We actually had our quarterly luncheon last Tuesday. Uh, we moved the site because we had such a such a large crowd. We had to move next door and we used the home event center, which I think worked out pretty well. A uh, little bit different, a little bit of a uh, challenge for us because we had to haul everything from our location next door and then haul everything back. But uh, uh, lots, of, lots of activity, lots of continued use, but we always encourage anybody to come down and, and visit us and see what space is all about what we're up to.